This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. The Clinical Audit and Improvement National Conference took place from the 7th to 8th of February in London, and this podcast provides a brief insight into the opening keynote presentations delivered on the morning of the 7th of February. Sadly, the Department of Health keynote speaker cancelled at short notice, and as a result, Robin Burgess, CEO of HQIP, presented the slides from the Department of Health. Although these focused mostly on national policy, they did include a number of important messages, namely, one, clinical audit has always been important and it is growing in importance. Two, it is important to get the balance right between local and national audit and Department of Health do not feel that one is more important than the other. Three, there are a number of future challenges for clinical audit and these will involve delivery of 11 new national clinical audits, resolving the challenge of auditing across the care pathway and conducting clinical audit in adult social care settings. After Mr Burgess had manfully delivered the Department of Health slides, he moved on to his own HQIP presentation. Burgess informed delegates that audit is more and more important and reassured local audit professionals in the audience that HQIP understand the current pressures faced by local practitioners and their ongoing concerns regarding the quality of national clinical audits. Burgess noted that in HQIP's opinion, the quality of commissioned audits improves year on year. He also announced that HQIP will be consulting with others to determine principles for what constitutes quality in national clinical audit. He announced that this is part of a multi-strand HQIP plan to improve the quality of national clinical audits. Burgess also took the opportunity to agree with the Department of Health in respect of the future challenges that face clinical audit, for example the need to conduct audit in a social care setting. He also noted that HQIP are working with international partners and announced details of HQIP's forthcoming international conference in partnership with the European Society for Quality in Healthcare to be held in London in April 2012. Following the keynote presentations on the opening morning of the conference, delegates raised a number of interesting questions. These included a request for clarity on forthcoming plans to make a number of national clinical audits subscription-based, queries in respect to why some national clinical audits follow a completely different methodology from local hospital audits, a request for advice on where the responsibility lies for action planning in relation to results generated by national clinical audits. The opening hour of the event also resulted in considerable discussions in relation to quality accounts and the recent announcement that 58 national clinical audits will be part of the new quality accounts list. There was general agreement in the room that this was too many and Mr Burgess assured delegates that this decision had been undertaken by the Department of Health and that HQIP had campaigned hard for the number to be reduced. Further questioners asked how national audit data will be validated in the future and why the second data collection phase of some national audits start before the results of the initial data collection have been published. More details of the event, including Mr Burgess's personal blog reflecting on the conference, can be found via the HQIP website. You can also find slide sets from the conference via the Healthcare Conferences website.
This broadcast was recorded on the 15th of February 2012 and is copyrighted with Clinic Lawyer Support Centre. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the Clinical Audit Support Centre team.